Right. You ever seen a potter like go through something and it kind of like it's maybe spins a little fast and it kind of gets wobbly and then they just they just okay, smoosh. Yeah, they smoosh it back down and then they build this thing back up. And, and as I was thinking of this like analogy, like watching a potter go after it and then like, I don't know, the clay maybe does something and he's like, ah, he just, but you know, he doesn't stop the wheel. The wheel keeps staying. He just takes it back down. He just keeps falling. That's what God's doing. Hey, Pantry fam. Are you looking for more faith-based podcasts, but you don't know where to go? The Access More Podcast Network has over 40 shows on topics like faith, culture, family, and entertainment, and offers a safe space to discover inspiring conversations. So if you're a fan of this show, you're going to find encouragement, hope, and joy from other podcasts on Access More. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Hey, I'm Shay. And I'm Michelle. And this is the Pantry Podcast, a show for those who want to be challenged, sifted, and changed by Jesus, not junk food. Learn to contextualize God's word in your life and discern the simplicity of the gospel amidst the complexity of his saints. This is season 11, Breaks and Builds. We're looking at what God has called his church to be and how well we're hitting or missing these marks today. So welcome. Sit down and join us and friends from over 90 countries in the pantry. Now let's dig into the meal. Are breaks always bad? That is what we're going to cover in this episode today. Yeah, you know, it's something you don't ever want to think, I want to be broken down. But then there's so many things that to get the good out of them, they have to be broken down. And so this is a mindset shift. And I think it's the perfect way to kick off breaks and builds by letting you know that if we are coming at something that makes things feel convicting or it seems like we might be trying to dismantle something or challenge something that doesn't mean that it is inherently fully negative. You know, it's it's sometimes you have to break things down to build them back up. Mm -hmm. And, And it's about using godly wisdom to do that. Yeah, I was actually in church today. <laughs> We're sitting there and pastor said, uh, what, what did he say? He, he was like, you know, what, do we always leave the, the church like, oh, man, that was a good what a message. message. What a great message, right? <laughs> Ooh, what a great message. man. But maybe sometimes it's good to be walking out of the church going, man, that message hit home, right? Yeah. It's that breaks and builds. Uh, another thing, be, we're being transparent because we have been rolling for a few days now. Yes, we've if we a, look tired, it's because we really, <laughs> I don't think we've been as tired since Kalia was born. No, <laughs> and let me tell you something, I can't do what I used to do, and that is the truth. Man, yesterday we jump on the road at like 4.20 in the morning. Uh, here we go. We're going to do a day trip to West Virginia where Michelle's family's from. Look, y'all, that's like a seven-hour drive each way. Right, it's not the close part. No. no, and we're going up just to pick something up and bring it back. And let me tell you something. It beat us down. It broke us down. Man, <laughs> it, it tested every ounce of what my youth used to be, and it's not now. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what that says about me, because if you've been listening for a while, we're 18 and a half years apart, and yet here I am just as busted, if not worse. And I'm like, your stamina is just so far beyond. I'm just so, so grateful for that. But your, why is it that way? Because right. you've had, you've experienced all these breaks throughout your life, physical, mental, spiritual breaks, right? That build you back up. I think the perfect example is our muscles. You know, when you work out and your muscles build back up stronger than they were or calluses on your skin, right. which aren't the best example because calluses can hurt and actually impede things. But it's the same idea, right? Like, <laughs> like I think God builds us back up like muscle. Whereas the world might build us back up like a callus, you know, depending mm. um, on, on what it is. But but you know, it's just it's just the way of growing. 
so often. And, right. and, and that's an important mindset shift to have for a season like this where we're going to be covering topics that some are controversial. Some might just make you man like, man, you know, we're, we're, we're trying, but like this is a little discouraging. But the hope of every episode is if we do bring something that needs to be broken back down, definitely give examples of those who are already building back right, um, right. And, and what we can do and you know what the key is we always point it back turn back to Jesus yeah, that, that's the key above all keys to any of this well it's cool too like in that in that key of breaking down okay yeah. so we're getting wrecked yesterday <laughs> I mean, let's just be real. It was really fun, it was but it was fun. also very tiring. Because we did take our friend Jose. Yes, Which shout was out. awesome. Shout out to Jose. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Anyways, but conversation in the in the van, right? Yeah. We took a big old 12-passenger van, by the way. It was watch, comfy. Praise God, because it was the most comfortable ride for the six foot four, 230-pound dude, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was like, oh, cool, yeah. But- you know, as as we're going through these mental gymnastics, these physical gymnastics of trying to push through something, right? We're having these conversations. Now, we're not just having mindless conversations. It was kind of cool that some of these conversations, we had to sit there and say, oh, maybe I need to look at it from a more biblical standpoint. Right. You know, there's a couple times in the in the ride where I'm sitting there going, ooh, I wasn't fair. You know, and oh my gosh, man, what was I thinking? What was I doing? Uh, and then because Bible always brings us back to grounding. Mm-hmm. And and that is where we really want to touch off this this season is, is, is coming back, you know, almost like saying back to the basics. Mm-hmm. Because I think sometimes we get so caught up in everything um, that we start to, we drift away from, from what God has, has really ordained us and brought us to do, and that's to share this gospel. And then when we get caught up in these in these gymnastics, then we start questioning everything. And I think that's also going to come out this season, like just (laughs) questioning everything and then like getting in that like hamster wheel of like, am I right? Am I wrong? Am I right? Am I wrong? Am I right? Am I wrong? Is that right? Is that wrong? Is that right? Is that wrong? I don't know. It's one of those. Mm -hmm. And then but really learning how to get back to like just the basics of Bible. And when I was thinking of of this episode, it really took me into John seven. Now. You know, this is this is going to be an example of of the institution that was in place at the time, the church that was in place at the time. Not actually the church. Let me let me correct that. The religious establishment. Okay. I think that's a yeah. good name. I think that we'll, we'll call it a religious establishment right yeah. now. Yeah, um, that's a good term. Yeah, and and so Jesus comes on scene, right? And his brother's like, "Let's go up here," and like he's like, "No, nah, no," nah, and then he kind of creeps in. And but here, let's let's just let's read a little bit. Because in verse 11 in John 7, it says, Then the Jews sought him at the feast and said, Where is he? So they're looking for Jesus. They're looking for this man who's going around doing these, you know, like he's, he's building up. It's starting, to, it's starting to really get into season here in his ministry. Um, and there was so much complaining among the people concerning him. Some said he's good. Others said, no, on the contrary, he deceives people. See, there's some breaks and right right there, there's breaks and bills. There's people, this is good, this is bad, this is good, this is bad. So we have this controversy already. However, no one spoke openly of him for fear of the Jews. Very interesting. It's like these little, the whispers. Yeah. And it goes on, it says, now, now about the middle of the feast, Jesus went up into the temple and taught. Verse 15, and the Jews marveled, saying, how does this man know letters? Having never studied, 
See, here's the here's the son of God standing in front of the word. I mean, hello. And they're sitting there like, who's this guy? Like, who's this guy who's never like studied? Jesus answered and said, my doctrine is not mine, but his who sent me God. If anyone's will to do his will, he shall know concerning the doctrine, whether it's from God or whether I speak of my own authority. Everything that he was speaking, he always referenced it back. It's not like he came in. Look, New Testament wasn't written, y'all. So he wasn't sitting there quoting out the New Testament. He was speaking Old Testament. And he he knew like they knew the prophecies, but they were being blinded to the prophecy. Right. Um, and it's really amazing. Um, he who speaks of himself is glory, but he who seeks the glory of one who sent him is true and no unrighteousness is in him. He's speaking to himself. But here we go. This is that breaks and build point in this. They had an opportunity to hear truth. They rejected the truth and they went down their own path. So now let's turn this into our own inner struggles yeah. as Christians. Right. This temple. How many times do we get confronted with something that we're like questioning? Now, I'm not sitting here saying it's truth or not truth. I'm just saying it's a que- it's like you're being questioned on something that you think you believe. Maybe you know you believe it. Maybe you don't know you believe it. But I'm saying it comes yeah. to that point and becomes a break in the bill. Yeah, you know, there's, I think the reason that we chose to do this season in between the two Great Commission seasons is because we sit, we've we been experiencing through both in person, but also in the, in the virtual, you know, side of things, we've seen so much dissonance. We've seen so many disagreements and the question that has been going on in our house for multiple years now is, you know, where like there's obvious tension, there's tension built into the Bible because there's these when you're dealing with perfection, you're experiencing balances that the human mind have trouble conceiving right between, you know, God holding us accountable for doing what is right and righteous and godly versus he's there even if you don't. And there's grace. And how do you reconcile these two without becoming too legalistic or too enabling of worldly characteristics? Like, how are you going to end up sharing this gospel and then discipling others when there's so much tension and you go out and you see people disagreeing over very important things? You know, the things that I think most Christians would agree are the vital points of doctrine. How are you saved and who is Jesus Christ? Right. And then also disagreeing on everything else and then throwing around words like heretic and leading them to hell and false prophet and false teacher. Um, And then being like, well, if the whole point is salvation, if the whole point is if you're pointing people to go read the Bible for themselves and you're and you're saying Jesus is the only way, then are you a wolf in sheep's clothing or are you just confused with a microphone? But yet we need to be praying for you, not condemning you. I think, you know, and there's so much of that kind of conversation in our house. So this season we're taking it, we're taking it way back and looking at some of these overarching things that seem to be causing so much strife. And obviously we're not going to cover every topic, but over and over it's coming down to what does the word say? And if the word could be interpreted 
to mean several things that, and none directly or like, you know, violently conflict with scripture, then do we really need to be at each other's throats versus things where a lot of people have justified this culturally or based on emotion, but the word clearly in multiple places says this is not right. And so it's worth taking an exit lane and redirecting that can feel like a break in our lives. And, you know, when I think of breaks and builds, I first go to the individual and I think about in Genesis two, where he's forming us, he forms Adam out of the dirt of the ground. And in Job, it says, I am, I am just another pot. You know, are you going to break? You made me, are you going to break me? Um, and you know, in, in the Christian light, you know, seek me, search me, correct me, guide me. We know he's going to break us down. And sometimes we're expecting him to break down these blatantly sinful attitudes. And other times he's just trying to let us, he's trying to pull us away from a mindset or a belief that's not going to lead us closer to him. It's going to lead us into more strife. It's going to lead us into quarrels over words and semantics and get us into the traditions of men rather than focusing where he's called us to on Mm. him and on serving and loving others. Wow. Uh, Dialed in, dialed in right there. Like we're looking at this from a perspective of being willing to listen. I I think that like quick to hear, slow to slow to speak and and uh, slow to anger is imperative in a lot of our discussions. Right. Um, for, for one, 1 Corinthians 13, 9 says, for we know in part and we, and we prophesy in part, right? But when that which is perfect has come, then that which is in part will be done away with. Right. See, so we, we sit there and we look at this and I, and I really encourage people to, to look at the word of God because the word of God is alive and it's active and we need to let it cut us. Uh, down to the bone and marrow. We, we, we can't sit there with, with this, this self-driven armor thinking that everything that we have and, and dialed in is the perfect theological explanation. Right. And, and, and you could sit there and say, well, I, I know mine. And right there, I think that I sit there and I'm like, okay, well, I know theology too. And I mean, I know the word of God too. And, and there are things that I'm like, sometimes I have to take a step back and say, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just look at this. How many times have I been out there in a conversation with somebody or, or, or someone? And it's like, hold on, before I answer. Now it's easier. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Easier in, online than it is when you're in person. But it's good to step back. I used to say this all the time. You know, like when it comes in, just, just stop. Take a step back. You know, take a moment. Because we need to allow the word of God to do the work of God. Right. Um, we heard that today, by the way, yeah. <laughs> and I liked it. I liked it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm taking it. Pastor Shibs. Anyways, but, but we really do. We, we need to allow the word of God to do the work of God. Yes. And if we put up these walls and these barriers, see, this is what we're talking about. Breaks and builds, right? Breaks and builds. When we throw up this wall of like, my stuff doesn't stink. <laughs> it all, it smells like roses, y'all. Nope. I got it. I, I read my Bible. I read mm-hmm. I, this version too. Okay, mm-hmm. look, we've already we've already <laughs> ran into a problem. We've already ran into a problem. We've already ran into a problem because we have thrown up a prideful wall saying that everything that we understand is correct. Right. And then that leaves no room for the mysteries. Yeah, I think we were in the car and we were talking about this episode 
And I mentioned, you know, if the Holy Spirit, if having the Holy Spirit in you meant you were now incapable of misunderstanding scripture at all, Mm. we wouldn't have so much disagreement within the absolute body of Christ. And, you know, in past seasons, I think it was in our Road to Revelation season, we talked about cults. That's exactly when we did it. We talked about cults. And one of the hallmarks is that they say our way is the only way to get to heaven or nirvana or whatever the heck they want to call it. Now we know it's heaven. We know it's reconnected with the Lord Jesus Christ and et cetera. But we know there's one way and that's Jesus. When you add anything else to that, that, mm. that, that isn't Jesus himself. But when you add anything else like timing of baptism or version of Bible read or a certain you know, justice related belief you have to have or a political affiliation or, you know, a certain attitude about women or men. Like when you add all any of those, any of those at all, you're now adding because he never included those. However, they're part of our sanctification mm. process. It's part of the process of the Holy Spirit working in us to bring us all to one accord. But I think it's a little funny for us to be so utterly absolutely convinced that our way must be right not just in certain areas of scripture but in anything we believe so that when we go into a conversation it could lead to that and it can spiral and what we've noticed when we look back at church history the reasons for splits even today you know even in 2022 as there's certain denominations splitting yet again Right. See, hear the siren? Danger. Emergency zone. (laughs) Right. Perfect timing to live on a main road. But we see that when you disagree on something Mm. and justify that as being a reason to split, now you've created new factions that can polarize within their little vacuums. Right. Their echo chambers. And because now it's not just we disagreed. We're going to calmly part ways, but still work together to spread the gospel. Just knowing this is where we disagree, it become most of these splits are are not on good terms. Right. So they start polarizing and getting a little more outlandish in their thinking, and we're not coming together to kind of experience an averaging right. of things. And then you get these kinds of situations um, across the board. You know, it's hilarious. <laughs> And sad. I'm about to be like, uh, yeah, no, it's like, it's like that. Like, okay, men, like, (laughs) this is the worst thing that men do. We, we do that laugh. Like it could be the worst thing. We're like, (laughs) and then it's like the worst time ever to laugh. But, but that's what this is. It really is sad. And if you go back to our last season, our, and, and the last episode with pastor Bailey, uh, title, I forget, but what, why do we share the gospel? Yeah. Why do we share the gospel? And he goes beautifully done guys the way that they're working together up in um where, up in Marlboro, Marlboro, Massachusetts. Mas- Marlboro Massachusetts um he works with three other churches different denominations but see they've come together for one purpose now look is there theology their secondaries and all that stuff right on point no because they're, they're, the, the break and build, what it does is what we really want to get to this season is we need to rethink this relationship back to Jesus, the purpose of why we're here in order to go out and share more Jesus. Right. And he brings this beautifully together with these th- four, four different churches, y'all, four different denominations. Couldn't be any more different. <laughs> and yet they're coming together 
to share the gospel. Yeah. Giving each other the grace yes. to acknowledge and humbly acknowledging, yes. I'm sure I'm getting something wrong. There's literally no way if you read the word that you can be assured you're not getting something wrong. Who and and you are and you are and you are. But we're going to come together for what actually matters and let God sort it out at the Bema seat right. one day. I mean, and that's that's going to happen. Right. It's going to happen. Gonna that's happen. what that's it's, what you it's, quoted. That's what it is. It's, it's and Jesus says he's going to you're going to be judged for the things that you didn't didn't do. Right. Uh, we could have another fire truck go by to be perfect this time. <laughs> because I'm about to say something. We get it wrong. <laughs> We're not sitting. Please don't listen like, to like, us like we are the inerrant savior of mankind because obviously not. No, we are not. Uh, the best we can do, though, is, is to dial into Jesus. And I think in this in this season of breaks and builds, um, that's what we're going to do. We're going to take a fair look. At, at a lot of different things that are hot topics right now or, or discussions. Um, we've got some really cool guests that are coming up. But I, I think we just really, what I, you know, when I, when I, I guess the thing that crushes me the most is watching believers fight with one another. Um, and I want this point to be out there too in this battle. People love Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like genuinely love Jesus. Yeah. Um, how we walk or how we talk or how we, we, we praise or how we worship might look different. It might look different. And, it, and, and some people will say, oh, well, that's not acceptable or that acceptable or, or that is acceptable. But I don't doubt that people love Jesus. Right. I really want this season to go back to like the relational Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He went in. He told the Pharisees and the Sadducees, okay, look, y'all ain't got it right. But he wasn't sitting there like, but his goal in this was not to beat them up, spit on them, discourage them. He really wanted to encourage them. In fact, when you look at the message, it was going first to the Jews and then to the Gentiles. And because the Jews rejected it, right, then this ministry carried into the Gentiles. Um, and that is where I just want this season to go. I want it to go back into the gospel, into Christ, and into that search me, O Lord moment. Where it's like, hey, look, test me. Mm-hmm. Test me. I, 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 don't, I want my pride to be ripped and stripped and put away. So that I can be humbly before the Lord and say, am I right or am I wrong? Because the world can be confusing. The Christian world can be confusing. And we can pendulum swing faster than like, I don't know, faster than, ah, that right? Yes. Pendulum swing? I think the pendulum is <laughs> oh the perfect analogy because also for the first time I'm seeing the pendulum as wrecking balls. <laughs> and you're flying back and forth breaking at stuff. And you know, what does he say? Iron sharpening iron. What mm. happens when iron sharpens iron? Some stuff falls away. Little tiny things, but like there's things wearing off and there's things sharpening and there's things rearranging and there's things moving. And, you know, in Jeremiah 18, um, I mean, throughout Jeremiah, the potter's hands and the the analogy carries on. But there's in the very beginning of, of Jeremiah 18, it says the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, arise and go down to the potter's house and there I will let you hear my words. So I went down to the potter's house and there he was working at his wheel and the vessel he was making of clay 
was spoiled in the <laughs> potter's hand and he reworked it into another vessel as it seemed good to the potter to do. Then the word of the Lord came to me, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter has done, declares the Lord. Behold, like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. Mm. And although he was talking to the to the house of Israel, you know, the bloodline mm. of Israel at that time, this is one of those things that we can look at in the Old Testament and see that that is the character of God. And we know from Genesis 2, 7 that he molded us all, right? Because we come from Adam, the one molded from the dirt. Mm. So we are a bloodline of dirt. And he repeatedly, you know, in Job, in um, Isaiah, in Jeremiah, in, in the Corinthians, in uh, Acts and Romans, we continuously are referenced as clay and pots and dust and dirt, and he's continuously referred to as the potter. So when you're in the Christian life, I know we are promised this fulfillment. And here's the thing. Here's one of those funny tensions. You will be fulfilled via the brokenness. Both the brokenness you came to the Lord with that he patches up, but also the brokenness you realize when you come to him you had, but you didn't even identify as a defect. And he will remake and he will rework. And everything was given to us upon our justification, you know, our, our salvation. However, as we walk through this life, as we walk mm-hmm. through and sort out our salvation, there's going to be breaks. But here's the thing. This is the whole This is the whole good news portion, right? There will be breaks, but there will also Mm. be builds because what does it say? He is faithful to finish the work. Mm. So there's building going on, but there's demo that must happen. Think of yourself as a rundown house and Chip and Joanna Gaines are rolling up (laughs) to make you the next best thing on the block. That's what the Lord is doing. Mm. However, the difference is you're a walking, talking human being who, and I didn't write this verse down, but I know that there's a verse, you can find it, um, <laughs> that, you know, where the pot can't be like, why don't I have a handle? What are you doing? What are you making? You can ask lovingly, genuinely, like, Lord, like, I want to help you in this and, and be as available and vulnerable and willing as I can. But he has no requirement or obligation mm. to explain to you what he's doing. If anything, that might mess it up because you're going to try to get too involved. But the breaks have to happen. The builds will happen. And so as as this season goes on, give us a lot of grace. We'd love to hear your feedback, mm. but also give yourself the grace to let yourself be broken. Yes. And, cor- and if there's something that hits, if the spirit comes at you and you feel convicted, let it happen. Let the break happen. It doesn't matter who looks at you funny because you're repenting of something because they haven't yet. Let it go mm. and let it be and let him grow you. Ooh, yes. <laughs> I like that. Because when we're in the potter's hands, no matter what, mm-hmm. he's building a pot. Right. <laughs> you ever seen a potter like go through something and it kind of like it's maybe spins a little fast and it kind of gets wobbly and then they just they just okay, smoosh. Yeah, they smoosh it back down and then they build this thing back up and, and as I was thinking of this like analogy like watching a potter go after it and then like I don't know the clay maybe does something and he's like ah he just, but you know he doesn't stop the wheel 
the wheel keeps ticking. He just takes it back down. He just keeps falling. That's what God's doing. He's in this continual building. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's like he's doing, what does it say? A good work in us. Yeah. He is continuing a good work in us mm-hmm. until he comes, right? And then as I'm, as I'm thinking of this, I'm thinking about like uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 7, right? Where it starts out and says, but he... But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. We are hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. Like he never, you know, he takes it down, right? It's mm-hmm. just broke down. It's not destroyed and thrown everywhere and gone. Like we, but yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. Always caring about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in our body. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus also may manifest in our mortal flesh. Sometimes we got to die. We yeah. got to die to be built back up. Mm-hmm. Die to self. Yeah. Die to self. I just first realized, like, as you're talking, he never, like, he's, the potter's always still working on the pot, meaning the clay is still soft. Because once you put it through the fire, it's done. Once it's in the fire, it is what it's going to be. You can shatter it, but you can't turn that back into the soft Mm. stuff again. And we pass through his refining fire mm. at the very, very end when he's done. Oh, that's good. Yeah, so I, like I had never thought of that, but anyway, <laughs> that's cool. So that's where we're at that's this where we're season. At. That is where we're at. And we're really excited for all the topics, all the guests. We start off with an awesome guest next week, but for right now, just continue to pray for us. We'll yes, continue to pray for absolutely. y'all. And remember, subscribe wherever you listen. And if you would like to join us in co-laboring, we are, you know, improving our equipment, improving our efficiency. We really want to pump out more awesome content that can, you know, talk about more topics than just once a week. So if you want to experience that and be a part of that, you can go to patreon.com slash the pantry podcast or the pantry podcast.com and just go up to the support button and you can find out more on how you can get involved with the show. And so look, until next week, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and catch other great shows on the Edify app, Spark Radio, Uplifted, and Eternity Ready Radio.